you just hate it when Goldman Sachs and that guy from school you still hate managed to make bank in the market while you burnt your annual bonus or perhaps your stimulus check chasing some Reddit meme stock? Well, I'm here to tell you that there is a way to win the game. You just have to play it differently. And oh, if your schoolmate says they're making a killing trading on tips, don't worry. They're almost certainly lying. Hi, I'm Amit Ray, and I've spent the past 20 years achieving my goal of financial independence. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned on my financial journey. So like me, you too can build wealth, stop chasing a paycheck and start chasing your dreams instead. And don't worry about the discussion getting too heavy. Around here we try to keep things fun and friendly with simple tips and resources you can use to make financial progress right away. Today's episode also comes with a really awesome stock picking tool that I personally built and I used it successfully to build a decently profitable investing record with far more wins than losses so far. You'll find it linked in the episode description and I totally encourage you to check it out later, make a copy and start using it for yourself. It's totally free and I really hope you like it. So, I have a lot of chats with my friends and colleagues and the one thing that seems to differentiate those with real wealth or a successful record of investing versus those starting out is the way that they seem to invest. The ones with money almost never seem to discuss stock tips or chase the market, at least not with a large chunk of money. And our conversations are generally about longer term trends. They aren't on Reddit, they aren't using any charting tool. Their investments are generally in the background doing their thing quietly and without really too much fuss. Whereas the ones who are early in the game are somehow not quite settled in their investing philosophy all seem to be traders. They're up till 1 a.m. tracking the markets. They seem to have these multiple widescreen monitors and most are on at least one stock tips forum or the other. And our conversations are always about their trading strategy or the latest stock they're following. Sure, from time to time they make money, but it's not a crazy amount and all of it seems to be a lot of work. I feel tired just listening to them. Look, I get it. You want to make a quick buck. Actually, a lot of quick bucks. So you can go to work one day and tell that boss of yours that you're done. Well, perhaps you'll use some more colorful language than that, but I definitely appreciate the sentiment. So you do what seems to make the most sense. Buy a second monitor, put up those real-time charts and tickers, look for a likely bet, perhaps in the middle of those super boring all-hand Zoom calls. and then go all in when you find one and maybe if the tip looks really exciting you might even take leverage or buy options rather than just buying the plain vanilla stock because if it works it's going to pay off big time right isn't there that wwe wrestler who made 20 times their investment on amc then why can't you and where do you find the tips maybe reddit or if you're in singapore perhaps it's hardware zone or in india it's money control or it's twitter everywhere maybe you subscribe to a newsletter like motley fool or perhaps you have that safe bet stock that trades in a band so you can just buy at the low end and sell at the high end to keep on milking it actually this last one i kind of like 
my wife does it with a couple of stocks and it seems to work out for her sometimes no and i'm not going to name the stocks because it doesn't always work and i definitely don't want to lose your money and sure you win some but you lose some as well and if you're being honest with yourself maybe it's a bit more than some and if you add it all up including trading costs if you're still paying them you may be lucky to break even over several trades is it even worth the time investment you're making and the cost of that wide screen monitor not really if we are being honest with ourselves it doesn't work over the long term for one it's a lot of work for these strategies to have even a chance of working you have to be the first in and the first out right at the peak that means you have to track these forums like a hawk in real time you have to keep your charts and tickers and trading platform open all the time you have to be ready to press the button in real time which means at least in singapore you have to be up half the night to trade in non asian markets and then when do you sleep and how does that impact your work your health your social life and worse than that in reality even with all of that you won't be first in first out even if you are first in nobody is going to tip you off right at the peak so you can be the first out so you're either going to be first in and late out and lose most of the game or you'll be late in and late out making losses you will rarely be first in first out at the peak which is the only way this strategy makes real money so over several trades you'll be at best making a small profit more likely you're losing money especially if those trades cost you any fees and if you're playing on meme stocks that don't have any fundamental strength you might also be falling for pump and dump schemes if you don't know what that is it's pretty simple if you have a lot of money and ideally some market influence so a pump and dump scheme is where a market manipulator buys some some cheap stock in large quantities because of the sudden increase in demand the stock price starts to go up which brings in some of the early retail investors who might notice this new trend this new interest pushes up the price a bit further then the manipulator finds a way to talk up this stock as an example they could get their collaborators to discuss it on twitter maybe even wall street bets that's where the masses learn about the stock and rush in to get there early their hearts pumping just as fast as the manipulator is pumping the stock remember this meme strategy works only when you are early so everyone tries to get in as soon as possible and the greedier ones will come in with leverage or derivatives so they can buy more than their wallets will afford in the direct straight way all this action makes the stock race up if the manipulator has done a good job getting this whole thing viral by this time the stock is probably 10 times 20 times what it was at the start and that's when the manipulator makes their move they sell or rather dump all their very substantial holdings at one shot pulling the rug out from under everyone's feet remember they bought cheap so they likely have a lot of shares and this massive sale suddenly changes the entire course of the stock price reversing the trend in an instant retail investors who now notice the tide turning rush to get out again remember you can't make money if you don't sell at the peak you have to be the first out so everyone rushes to sell before the next guy 
sending the price into a death spiral. By the time the news gets to Twitter and Reddit and your newsletter, the smart money has left the room and you're left holding the bag for a stock that was pretty worthless to begin with and probably not something you'd have given even a second look, if not for this pump and dump. Oh, and by the way, if you happen to be an Instagram influencer with a million followers and maybe a million dollars, who thinks this whole scam is tailor-made for you, it is. It's also illegal. So you may be better off warning your followers about these scams rather than starting them. Fun fact, do you know how much the average day trader makes in the market? Go on, take a guess, I'll wait. The answer, nobody knows. And why is that? If they were really making so much money in the market, uh, making 1% or 2% every day, like some people claim, they would be making millions and actually even billions over the long term. Everybody would know them. But nobody knows a single successful retail-level day trader. And that, my friends, is a problem. So, as you can see, I'm not a huge fan of the trading approach. It's high risk, high effort, and potentially low return. Why would anyone do it? Actually, there is someone who can do it and do it really well. Wall Street and all those professional traders. Because, like we discussed earlier, a trading strategy needs you to be able to get in early and get out at the peak. And that means you need to have an inside track, which none of us have. But Wall Street does. They have armies of experts. In comparison with the few hours even the most committed amongst us can spend every week on our trading hustle, even a tiny little fund can afford to have dozens of analysts who spend probably like 20 hours a day, 7 days a week for years researching specific sectors to the point where they know everything about every meaningful company in that sector. They might know what will move the stock price well before it's in the news. Of course, this is in the good years before they have a mental breakdown from overwork and stress, but uh, you get what I mean. And you know how I know? Well, A, some of the less burnt out analysts are my friends. And B, I've watched this documentary called The China Hustle. If you have a couple of hours, switch your widescreen monitor to Netflix and have a watch to understand how far these funds will go to get the inside story. And hint, it goes well beyond reading news on Bloomberg. And speaking of Bloomberg, these funds have unlimited access to data and expertise. Expensive data, like $24,000 per year Bloomberg terminals, and unreachable experts, like CEOs and Harvard professors and Nicholas Nassim Taleb. On the other hand, you have that free stock screener from Yahoo Finance. Same, same. What's more, they have something that's really, what I would say, borderline unfair. And this is what probably makes it actually impossible for us little guys to compete with Wall Street at their own game. They have access to order flows. In other words, Wall Street firms pay good money to trading platforms like Robinhood to direct the aggregated trades of people like you and me to them for execution. 
and in the process they learn how the market is going to behave seconds before the event happens it's like getting a peek into the future a few seconds ahead of time but yeah what good does that do you might ask me well to people like us no good even if we got this kind of info by the time we log into our account and remember our password the market would have moved but for the big guys with their super computers and fiber optic connections which go directly to the stock exchange by the way a few seconds is like an eternity it's like you learning about the market movement several months ahead of time they can easily place their trades ahead of you which means you will never really be first in and because their trades will be massive by the time you get your 5 or 10 shares in the market would have already moved and probably substantially which will erase a lot of the gain you were hoping to get okay so does this mean that we are doomed the bankers make bank and we losers just tank <laughs> well well yes if we try to trade our way to wealth uh, it's going to be really hard to build any reasonable degree of wealth in a reasonable amount of time more likely we'll just stay where we are while the months and the years slip by but there is something we have that the bankers and market manipulators don't have and never will time and that my friend will be the secret to our success wall street is compensated on two things number 1 making the most money and number 2 in the shortest possible time it's nearly impossible for the average wall street fund manager to stick to their convictions and hold on to a stock that falls behind the market for an extended period like maybe years even if they're pretty sure it will eventually come up a winner this is because wall street is in the business of making money for their clients and their clients are not the patient kinds anyone who puts money into a fund expects to see above market returns every year and they get very nervous if a fund manager performs below market even for a quarter no matter how well thought out his investment thesis is for the long term because every month at below market returns are an opportunity lost to make even more money and who wants to willingly lose immediate opportunities for an uncertain future gain take for example the market crash in early 2020 i'm sure most fund managers knew that the market would eventually recover but they had to sell their shares anyway so they didn't underperform their peers by holding on for too long and they had to do this across the board even in great stocks like amazon which also fell a lot along with everything else but in your case it's totally different Nobody is going to cancel your bonus or fire you for taking the time to make good decisions and letting them play out independent of the market. At worst your spouse or partner will grumble. But they're probably doing that anyway with your trading. So what's the harm, right? And they're not exactly going to take their money and walk out on you like investors in a fund or at least I hope so. So you have something the big guys don't have. Time. So take your time. Take the time to research the best companies, the ones that have a good track record and promising prospects. Take the time to wait for them to sell at a low price. It's especially sweet when the big guys are being forced to sell in a down market and you can just swoop in and take those bargains off their hands. 
and then take the time to hold them for as long as they continue to have good prospects you'll know when it's time to sell because you did the research on them and you know when their prospects aren't all that great anymore and if you've chosen well that could take years or even decades to play out and when it happens there's no crazy rush to sell because you'd have made so much money on every stock that you don't have to hit the exact peak you can just be approximately right and still make a killing and best of all you don't need hundreds of good stock picks to be able to quit your job just a few great ones even just one if you can pick out the next amazon or microsoft or google so choose the best and save every penny you have for the few shots that you will definitely get during future market downturns and when the day comes when the stock is heavily discounted buy 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 like it's the only ps5 left on black friday or like it's 1111 on lazada or shopee buy like you're a kid in a candy store and your parents accidentally gave you 100 dollars to spend instead of 10 hey look i said at the start i'd share with you my own experiences with this winning strategy and spoiler alert i did say it's a winning strategy so this was india in 2003 i just got really fired up by robert kiyosaki's best seller rich dad poor dad and started dabbling in investing and the stock market using some of the stuff i learned from various investing books and i'll talk about uh, these books in maybe a future episode there are some really good ones so using some of the stuff that i learned i'd put together a stock analysis excel sheet that i used to painstakingly research and set target prices for blue chip indian companies in fact the sheet was a precursor uh, to the sheet that i've linked for you all in the episode notes but of course as luck would have it when i was in the market everything was out of range and i had too little money to just take a punt on various stocks in the market so i kept up with the research for a few months but with really little hope that i'd be able to actually invest at a price that i was good for but again as luck would have it and i have to say i got really lucky with this it was election season and in a really stunning upset the government of the day was voted out and a new party came in this surprise was too much for the markets to take and everything promptly tanked much like things tanked last year with covid suddenly i was in the position of seeing all my favorite stocks not just at but well below my target prices to be honest at first i was scared really scared what did the market know that i didn't would i lose everything would the market just stay where it was forever what did i know i was new to this and it's one thing to know something in theory through an excel sheet but it's quite another to trust that theory with your life savings but i did it i just bought as much of everything I, as i could and crossed my fingers sure nothing great happened for a few weeks in fact many of my stocks went further down at some point i think i had lost 10 or 15% of my investment and that was scary especially for a newbie but remember the market as a whole was down maybe 30 to 40% by then and some stocks were down 50 or 60% or even more but eventually as obvious the new government came into power they came out with some policies the market digested the news 
it priced in these new policies and the risks the way it always does and then things were no longer uncertain the future was clear and the market rallied like it always does when it shakes off uncertainty like you've also seen recently with covid and my stock started rising and they turned a profit and kept going and over the next few years uh, i held them for maybe 3 or 4 or uh, maybe 5 years around 12 or 13 of perhaps 15 stocks that i had bought doubled or even more some returned 3 or 4 times and one of my more obscure picks like something nobody had heard of became a 10 bagger the one and only 10 bagger i have ever held the few that didn't do so well still returned 30 40 50% which is still not bad over 3 or 4 years i didn't make a loss on a single one of those shares and all this played out over just a few years i would have probably made more but the time came when i needed money to make a down payment on a property so i sold them and that was also pretty lucky because i sold in 2007 just before the financial crisis but that's a story for another day so what did we learn today in summary what i'm trying to say is that yes it is possible to make some money sometimes with tips and trading strategies but it's really hard and frankly very high effort to make substantial money over the longer term and what's worse the game is totally rigged against you because wall street has bigger better faster everything so if you want to build wealth and quit your job and your boss you're better off ditching the trading game and instead playing the waiting game take your time to research great stocks wait for them to fall to target prices uh, and there my excel sheet could help and then buy and hold as long as they continue to have great prospects it's simple really but human nature is such that not everyone can do simple so be the odd one out be the person who takes the simple route and finally even if you remember nothing else from this episode please just click the link and make a copy of the stock price calculator it has made me a ton of money and used properly as part of an overall research process don't just trust my sheet blindly it can help you too try it and let me know how it works for you and hey many of us have friends who dabble in stocks if you found this episode useful please send it to them and do subscribe if you haven't already i'm just a little podcaster and your subs really mean a lot to me mostly it means i'm not just rambling to myself because that would be just crazy talk right anyway so as a reminder episode notes are linked in the description along with my trusty stock price calculator do check them out next time we will carry forward our discussion on the stock market with an episode on how the market makes fools of us and how we can avoid being the greater fool i'm teaming up with a friend who recently left her job after spending almost two decades at the trading desk it promises to be a pretty interesting session so do tune in okay so take care everyone and stay safe thanks for listening this was amit ray with money talk see you next time